this is episode two in our Women's Seasons and Cycles podcast series. Today, we are chatting all about the importance of rest. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. We are kicking off with episode two in our Women's Seasons and Cycles podcast with the incredible Nikki McCann. You can find her on Instagram at Nikki McCann. And I'm sure you can hear in the background there, my little sidekick, Luca. I do apologize for anyone that finds little kids really annoying. <laughs> I'm sure most of you are mums, so hopefully you're not in that category, but... As the cookie crumbles, you just have to go with the flow. She woke up from her nap early. I need to get this intro done so I can get the podcast out. So you will hear her in the background. I apologize if that's annoying, but this is real life, hey? (laughs) Now, today we are talking about a very, very important topic. We are talking, talking about the importance of rest. And generally in the society that we live in these days, rest is not valued. It's still not looked at as important. We're still very much on that hamster wheel of go, 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 be productive, do lots of things, smash it out. And I was very much in that category. I was that typical new mum who could not stop, who wanted to get her business running, who wanted to juggle all the balls, who wanted to have a clean home, who wanted to socialize and be out and about two or three weeks postpartum and back into exercise and all of the things. And I've done like a complete flip for my third pregnancy and birth. And my attitude towards rest has completely changed and I respect rest now. So I had the most beautiful postpartum experience with my third babe where I really let myself rest. I really let myself rejuvenate. And I tell you what, my body is really reaping the benefits of that now, of leaning into that period of being off and allowing myself mentally to be off. Because in the past when I did rest, I did it, but with a level of guilt, with a level of, you know, feeling like I should be somewhere else rather than truly embracing the rest. So this is such an important topic. I know a lot of women in my circle these days still struggle and still find it hard to really lean into rest. So that's what we're going to chat about today. And it ties in so perfectly with the cycles of life, cycles of menstrual cycles, cycles of matrescence. So do go and listen to episode one if you haven't already, because that covers all of that background information so that you can understand what we're talking about when we're talking about the winter cycles and how rest is so important. Um, and we share today why looking after yourself, filling your cup up, making sure your needs are met, Making sure that you only say yes when you mean yes, not when you actually mean no. Why that is so important. So this is a topic for every human, particularly every female, particularly every mother. I really think you're going to get a lot out of this episode today. So enjoy. And as always, if you have any feedback or if you've learned anything that's really been a nugget of gold for you, please come and tell me over at Physio Laura because I love to hear what you're getting out of each episode. And if you want to read and listen and watch all of these episodes at once, they are all live inside my Pregnancy Posse membership. That's where I hang out. Once I jump off this recording, I will be going over inside my membership and welcoming all the new pregnant mamas in there and answering all of their questions. So if you want to jump in and join our community, you can find out more at thepregnancyposse.com and you'll see all three episodes for this series live already. So 
Luke has done quite well. Apologies for any dump truck noise in the background, but enjoy this episode and have a wonderful day, guys. Bye. Now, we spoke a little bit about rest before and about how as a society we're told, you know, always be in summer, always be on, like you can't have any rest periods. But like, how have you felt your life has changed since you've acknowledged that you can lean into rest now? And what did it used to look like for you? Like, did you have any symptoms of always being in summer? Did you get to burnout or did you have any sort of physical, I know a lot of women these days have got adrenal fatigue and all sorts of symptoms, but could you talk us through like your journey on learning how to rest and what that might look like? Yeah. So, you know, learning how to rest, I think is actually deep shadow work in the culture that we live in, because it brings up a lot of stories about being lazy, about, you know, always having to help others where we've attached to being a people pleaser or we're used to always giving and not receiving. It can really bring out a lot of that. And it definitely did that for me being able to, you know, say to my husband, well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm on my period at the moment and I don't want to do that. I want to stay at home and rest or do you mind doing this because I'm going to go and have a bath? Like I need to have some rest right now. Uh, That can be really challenging (laughs) if you've been brought up and, you know, have, have been conditioned to always put your needs last, to always be, you know, on, to always be helping, to always be um, the one who's, doing something having to stop and learn how to rest it can be really challenging um in terms of how it's changed my life i think i'm happier <laughs> um i'm not always feeling resentful as well because i think a lot of the time you know if we say yes when we actually mean no um we're not doing the other person a favor or ourselves because we end up feeling resent resentful at the end of it we're doing it not because we want to, but because we feel a sense of obligation. And a lot of the time you can feel that if you're on the receiving end of someone, you know, who's giving you something or doing something because they're obliged to versus someone who really wants to do it because their heart, in their heart, they have a calling to do it. It's a very different experience to receive. So it hasn't been like a linear journey that it was like, oh, you know, step one, two, three, (laughs) and then everything's done. It's been a lot of, you know, making mistakes and then saying yes when I meant no, and then actually having to go back and have a conversation and say, you know what, I I didn't want to do that. And I felt like I had to say yes. And actually, you know, I'm going to say no. And sometimes that again is shadow work in the sense that other people can be especially if we if you're speaking to someone who has also been conditioned to put their needs last who's also been conditioned to always say yes mm. for someone else particularly another woman to say well actually no I'm not going to do that because I'm tired like it's it can be really Funny. triggering <laughs> um, and we're having to learn you know how to then deal with someone else maybe not understanding or not being happy with that and how to still stay true to what we need and to to what is going on for us. Um, I've gotten to the point as well um, where there's been situations where I've, I have made a commitment and I've had to say, I'm, I would really like to do this, but actually I'm really tired right now. And I know that if I kept pushing myself, I'm going to end up burnt out. So is it possible to reschedule? That's really hard. <laughs> that is really hard because yeah. I, you know, you have those stories of, well, you should do it because you you, you got to keep your word or whatever it might be. But the way that I look at that when I'm doing, when I've done that, so I'm doing it for myself to remind myself that 
my needs matter too. It's, it's also important for me to be healthy and happy and well, but it's also really important for other people to have examples of people who are doing that. Because yeah. when someone has done that to me, sometimes I've been triggered and I've been like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You can't do that. That's not what we're meant to do. We're meant to just push through. And after I've sat with that, I've been like, wow, thank you for opening that door of possibility for me mm. that I don't actually have to do it like that too. Mm. Like that person saying, actually, I can't do this because I'm really tired. Can you reschedule? Mm. Has been then you know, a doorway for me to go, okay, well, how I feel actually matters too. That person's role modeled that for me. So maybe that opens up the possibility of me being able to do that as well. Um, so, yeah, and I imagine like I don't have a daughter, I have a son, but I imagine that that would be a new level as well of, um, I guess, motivation to model recognizing and advocating for your own needs mm. because it is very much part of our social socialization as women to put our needs last mm. you know and we're taught this from the moment we are in nappies mm. that we should always be smiling or you know doing something to make the other person feel happy so being able to model something different I think is really empowering as well mm. I agree 100%. And look, I have two daughters and one son, but I also think regardless of sex, it is so important to show your kids that it is important to look after you because if you don't model that to them, they're probably going to pick up on the same habits. And I know deep down that we all want our kids to know that it's important for them to look after themselves. Mm -hmm. But if us being martyrs, if we think that's the way to do it, like it's a little bit... Um, inconsistent I guess to say that I'll sacrifice me but I want you to put you first it's like the best way to do that is to role model and I love when my kids say to me oh mommy are you going for a surf or mommy are you going for a swim and they're like really happy for me and it's not weird or strange that mum's going out to do something she loves doing and mm. you know I I, I really I love triggering people <laughs> <laughs> there's something in it but you know, talking to like my parents' generation who maybe still have a little bit of like that male, female um, stereotypical, like I love telling people that my husband does all the laundry and they look at me like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, he does all the laundry. I have nothing to do with it. And they just like sometimes can't wrap their heads around. I'm like, it's awesome because why is that my responsibility? Like it, it's just really cool to just put everything up for grabs and be like, why does it have to be like that? And why does the woman have to be self-sacrificing, particularly in that motherhood role? I think in so many different female roles, but very much in the motherhood role mm. is that we don't have to be this superwoman. I get everything done. It's like, you can mm. ask for help. And so much of this, we spoke about in the matrescent series, so I won't repeat it, but I feel like this is, maybe this is actually the basis for needing to know all the things before going into matrescence. Maybe this is the, the first series women should listen to before matrescence, but yeah, it's so, so valuable. And I think knowing, like you said, that rest is actually just as important. Like the off is just as important as being on. Mm. That probably takes a while for people to wrap their head around it. It really does. Like, would you, it wouldn't have happened overnight for you. Surely that's like a real work in progress. Do you still yeah. find yourself these days? I know you've been on this journey for a while, but do you still find yourself these days having those thoughts pop up when you are resting or when you are asking, you know, for time away or whatnot? popping up to say, oh, Nikki, you know, do you really need that, that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we have to have compassion for ourselves and not expect that to end 
you know, immediately, because if you think about this, we've been socialized for me, I'm 1035 next month. So I've been socialized to put my needs last for you know, 30 years. So yep. it's not going to be something that's going to shift quickly. And it is a practice. And that means sometimes we're going to get it right. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong. But the thing is that we just keep practicing it. We keep mm. And we keep, you know, getting back up. And for me, I'm pretty good around my um, menstrual cycle. So I'll say to my husband, like, I I can't do this tonight. (laughs) I'm going to, I need to go and have a bath or I need to have a bit of quiet time. And he's really good with understanding that. And, you know, even my son, I say, you know, things that are age appropriate to him, but it's just like, I actually need to lie down now. You know, I'm I'm just going to, I'll play with you, but we're going to play hospitals and mum's sick. (laughs) age old game I love it (laughs) but like you know and it's saying I'm not I'm actually not gonna run around right now because I'm I'm feeling like this and I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying before about you know advocating for our own needs and and modeling that for our children and yeah I think it is a practice and it's not something that we need to get right straight away and again this is kind of breaking up with the idea of perfection (laughs) It's just something that we can be aware of and we can try and bring more of it into our day so that we can, um, I think, have a deeper connection to ourselves, but just also a healthier connection to our bodies, but also the earth as well. You know, that's the other aspect of this is understanding the way that our culture treats the earth and the way that we're you know plundering resources from it and you could say that it's the same way that we plunder resources from women from their free labor from mothers you know it's all very connected Mm. it's all about a um, devaluation of the feminine a devaluation of women a devaluation of the earth they're all um, linked to patriarchy and to the way that we treat um, treat women treat each other treat our bodies and treat the earth. Mm, so fascinating. I feel like for those women who are finding resistance, like I'm wondering, you might be listening to this now and thinking, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's easy maybe for Nikki and Laura because of X, Y, Z, but you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's really hard or whatnot. And I think a lot of that resistance comes about like not knowing how your partner or your kids might respond to you asking for time for yourself or for your like really expressing your needs. And I wonder if a lot of that, and I, I know a lot of that is that I'm talking about males here, but they don't know this information. So, you know, like we as females are only discovering me, I'm only discovering this information in my adulthood, but it's like males aren't growing up understanding the menstrual cycle and understanding the moon cycle and all of these things. So of course they can't appreciate it until they know it. So it's not that they're inherently bad or that they want to, you know, make sure that we're not looked after. It's just that as a society as a whole, we just we're not, you know, up to date with what's going on. And it's, I feel like this would be a really great podcast maybe for people to listen to together to be like, aha, that's what's happening. You know, like we can be on the same page now, or at least for females to express this if they have a male partner, or even if they have a female partner, it's just about being on the same board, like having the same knowledge base and the same educational mm-hmm. understanding of what a cycle is. So I just feel like this applies to everyone. Like it's not just a female only podcast, like males would get so much out of this as well, just understanding yeah. what it is. Like I, my husband has just absolutely skilled up in the last, you know, couple of years since I've, you know, really dived into this work, but you know, he probably felt a little bit 
picky about periods and things like that mm-hmm. growing up. Whereas now he like, I'm almost at the stage where he celebrates a bleed where he's like, yeah, awesome. You know, like fertile, you know, like everything's healthy, you know, like your body is like, you know, amazing. And like, he's really impressed by a women's cycle. Whereas he definitely didn't start that way. Cause he just yeah. wasn't brought up that way. So I think it's a really cool thing to educate all your girlfriends, all your boyfriends, like everyone you know about this. I think it's so, so powerful. Yeah. Um, I think we should chat about seasons of matrescence. Now, is there anything else you wanted to mention about rest or being off or? Um, just when you were saying like, if someone's feeling some resistance to this, um, I would just, my suggestions would, would just be to start really simple. Like it could be just saying, um, actually tonight, would you mind doing bed and bath? Because I, I want to go and have like a nice long shower with some essential oils, or I just want to get to bed a little bit earlier tonight. Like it doesn't need to be a elaborate it can be just really really simple and you know in terms of being able to have a conversation with a partner or whoever else I think just saying like I'm feeling really tired right now and like keeping it on I'm feeling Mm. like that's a really nice way so it's not like because sometimes I think we can expect and I know well I'm going to speak for myself here I can expect (laughs) my husband to read my mind (laughs) and then I'll be annoyed with him when he doesn't, you know, pick that up. So for me, a big part of my journey was in learning how to actually advocate for myself and that noticing that that felt really uncomfortable for me when I was asking for something and working through that trigger for myself so that Mm -hmm. I could say, I am feeling really tired right now. Um, Can can you please do this for me? Um, And I think, yeah, just keeping it really simple. It doesn't need to be elaborate. It can be having a a nice long shower or a bath or whatever it might be that feels nourishing for you. Absolutely. And I think we actually spoke about this in our first matrescent series, but I think so much of that is actually stopping and asking yourself, like, what fills me up? And what makes, because it's going to be different for everyone. So, you know, someone might want to go for a really hard, jog or someone Mm. else might want to meditate but there's no like you know do x and everyone will feel good it's actually about asking yourself which a lot of women I don't think have had the time or space or encouragement to but like what fills me up what makes me feel good and often they can be two minute things they don't have to be like you said these grandiose elaborate things so I think that's really important and I think we did I'll have to go back and check I'm pretty sure we did an episode on self-care and things like that so um, that is back in our matrescent series Hello, mamas. I hope you love that episode. I hope that it is A, giving you some food for thought about how much you value rest. You may be a total rock star on rest. I know I wasn't. I had to really learn to lean into it. It wasn't easy for me to, you know, really embrace rest because I had a story that I was a certain person, you know, a go, go, go sort of person. And since I've learned to value rest rather than looking at it as lazy or unproductive, actually looking at rest now as productive, looking at rest as important, as valuable, it has totally changed how I do life. It's changed how I mother, it's changed how I exercise, it's changed how I do business and it's not had a negative impact. It's only had a positive impact. So I really hope it's given you some good food for thought today and at least some inspiration to maybe start to lean into rest a little bit more, maybe start to ask for what you need a little bit more. Hi, Luca. (laughs) Um, Start to really honor your needs and maybe go home 
wherever you are right now, go home and speak to your partner or speak to your kids and voice what it is that you need from them today. Do you need some time out? Do you need to go and exercise? Do you need to... Whatever it is, everyone's going to be unique. That's the thing with self-care. Sorry, Luca is really competing with me for the mic. I apologize. It is really important that you acknowledge what's important to you. Bubble baths aren't going to cut it for everyone. For me, that's not really my jam. I don't mind the odd bath. I'm more of a want to go exercise, want to go to the ocean, want to go for a surf sort of girl. And that's the things that I ask and voice for the people around me so that they understand what mum needs, what wife needs you know um I make it really clear what I need and I tell you what life is a whole lot better so I really hope you love this episode you can connect with Nikki amazing Nikki she's got so many beautiful offerings you can find her at Nikki McCann on Instagram and you know where to find me at Physio Laura come and chat with me let me know what you got out of this episode I want to know if you were already a rock star at resting or whether this episode has made you realize that no you actually really suck at it and you need to get better so we've got one more episode coming up in this series And in that episode, we're talking about the seasons of matrescence. So this is specific to postpartum and motherhood. It's a great episode. Make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss that release and any of the amazing series that we have coming up as well. Make sure that it comes in your feed without you having to remember. And if you want to join in my Pregnancy Posse community, if you're a mama looking for support right now, looking for workouts, looking for education, looking for birth preparation, come and find me inside the Pregnancy Posse. You can find it at thepregnancypositive.com and trial it for seven days. Mamas, wherever you are right now, I really hope that you have factored in some sort of rest, some sort of downtime for yourself today and that when you're doing it, you're embracing it. You're not feeling guilty for it. I personally am going to go for a run and an ocean swim. And even though it's my quote unquote work day where I normally just try and smash out a whole heap of stuff, I'm going to let myself enjoy an ocean swim and a run because I deserve it. (laughs) And you do too. So I'll catch you soon for episode three. Have a wonderful day. Bye.